Hi, beautiful people, and welcome to the Mojo Mecca podcast, a hub for the exploration of ritual, poetry, plants, and purpose. We are here for the deepening of our relationship to the earth, for the love of living in a sustainable way, for the creation of a global network of minxes seeking more mojo, for vulnerability, for thriving, and for joy. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful. Now let's dive into today's conversation. I'm so happy and excited to share this conversation with you, where I chatted to some of the most beautiful people I know, Romani and Eduardo. They're a married couple living in Brooklyn, New York, with a shared passion for meditation, ritual, and cultivating a purposeful life. Their relationship inspires me so much. We chat about their daily practice of sitting with cacao and how that has shaped the way that they interact in relationship with each other and to all things, and how now they are taking this passion further outward with their new project, Couples Cacao, which encompasses workshops and sessions for couples wanting to deepen their connection. They each have such a profound, reverent, inspiring connection to life and so much relationship gold to share. So perhaps make a cup of cacao, sit back and enjoy this conversation. So, hi, um, my name is Eduardo Morales. I'm 30 years old, um, born and bred in Guatemala, Guatemala City. Uh, I've been in New York for around six years and now my life is more about trying to be what I've recently been focusing on is just to be a solo entrepreneur. <laughs> and basically what that means is just figuring out what sort of businesses, what sort of projects, what sort of uh, creations I can make by myself that can live on the internet or in real life that will help me earn a living. Um, and right now, that's, that translates into just doing Instagram. So I have a couple of Instagram accounts, uh, one called Pinlord, one called Pottery for All, uh, Macrame Makers. And they're all based around just building online communities around very specific topics. So pins, just around showing people the best enamel pins, same for pottery, same for macrame, um, and figuring out ways to make a living from that. Um, Apart from that, I also write articles online to help demystify the process of learning um, how to build Instagram accounts. Um, and I do that because I think there's a lot of misconceptions around social media and Instagram. And, and this is my very personal opinion. But overall, I think there's still a lot of personal attachments to social media and, and people thinking it's about like being part of a community and having more relationships and having more friends and staying in touch with your family. Um, but in my opinion, that has um, built a structure around this platform that people feel very attached personally to their accounts. Um, and I feel like that limits a lot of people from building businesses on it because Instagram is a business and they make money from literally charging advertisers to just be 
on the screen, and they build their business um, based on us. We are the product. And I think attaching ourselves personally to all these social media platforms um, really limits us as, as, as business, um, as small business people being, feeling like we can't grow an Instagram account because we're not, not cool enough or we're not beautiful enough or we don't know how it works. So I write all of my articles to help demystify that and just show people if you understand how the system works, anyone can be successful on social media. So on top of doing my Instagram accounts, I write these articles and I also make a living from these articles. So that is where I am now in life, exploring and trying to like, uh, detach myself from all these ideas that I had about being uh, in the startup world and being in the tech world and feeling like I needed to be a, a founder of something to be successful and now just kind of easing myself into finding my path and wanting to just create the life that I want to create without it being anything that is imposed on me or, or I think I should be doing so. That is where I am now as mm. Eduardo. <laughs> mm. Mm. Well, my name is Romani and I grew up uh, on the west coast of Australia in a very small beach community called Peppy Beach. Um, it's about couple of hours south of Perth and um, so I grew up as an only child with a, a single mum and I actually feel that that was one of the greatest blessings that um, has happened to me because it's really made me into the woman that I am today. My mum and the 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 good times and the and the hard times um you know i've been doing a lot of um a lot more like self-inquiry as to why i am or why i feel why i believe certain things and you know i think obviously childhood is so formative uh in those ways but um I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful for the, um, you know, the childhood that I had. Um, I was very, very loved and um, growing up in nature and, and by the ocean was just um, so magical. And I feel that, you know, I had a childhood where I was, I was told that, you know, really anything is possible. And um, I really came to, to believe that. I, I would practice seeing auras. I would give, do energy work on my mom. You know, she, she was a reflexologist. She's a tarot reader amongst um, also operating in kind of real business, you know, um, doing administrative work but she really opened my eyes to the magic to some of the beauty that can be found um, in 
these other more esoteric practices. And I think, you know, through my teenage years, I really lost touch with that. And as I think most of us do, um, but some of the pivotal moments, I guess, for me was returning, returning back to, to that, oh, that deep inner knowing, that intuition um, through yoga and um, through, you know, working with, with um, certain healers and um, a huge part of my journey has been travel and, um, I graduated from university. I was always, um, I was always very good in school. Like I really enjoyed, um, school and I enjoyed getting good marks and I enjoyed being liked by the teachers and those kinds of things so for me it was like yeah of course I'm going to go to university and I'm going to study you know marketing and I'm going to study media because I loved tv so much as a kid I loved advertising and I thought that that's what I wanted to do that I wanted to live this life of kind of like glamour and um oh my gosh it's just so, it's so removed from me now. But um, I was on that, on that track of thinking that that is what I wanted and that was what um, was going to make me happy. So I actually completed a, deg a double degree with four majors um, in, I forget, the year it probably would have been 2015 and that was that was five years of study and I was just like I cannot um operate I was really not functioning and um severely depressed um had been just going through a couple of years of just um just very 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 low um eating disorder and just so um, not aligned with myself, so lost and so lonely. I think that was the biggest thing. And I really felt like I need to just leave. I need to leave Perth. I can't, um, I'm not going to find myself here. And I think it's, it's funny um, looking back and feeling like, and, 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 um, remembering that, you know, I felt like, so I decided to come to America for almost, it was like four months and I actually ended up extending it a little longer. Um, but I remember feeling like, oh yeah, this trip, this trip is going to change my life. And from before I'd even set out, you know, I really had felt like this is a, a soul quest. Like on this trip, I'm going to heal myself. I'm going to, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to 
like open myself to the unknown and to experiences and to people and um I'm going to find myself. And so during this trip, um, I spent a fair amount of it solo, some with family. I have an uncle um, in Massachusetts and um, also my best friend. Then we went on a a road trip for a bit of it um, through through California and um, through Austin, really all over. And um, it was then, you know, during that during that time, feeling this freedom and feeling this newfound like strength in myself that I decided that I wanted to. Um, well, I was on um, antidepressants and a mood stabilizer that had I'd been on for a year, a little bit over a year, I think, and it just wasn't feeling good for me. It was feeling that I I couldn't feel was was what it was feeling. It was that I was so numb that um, and I couldn't. I wasn't even able to really experience the joy and the wonder of life. And so I found on this trip the strength in myself, I think, and the support of some family and friends to just slowly begin tapering off that. And that was a huge moment for me and a moment where I just recognised that I, you know, I, I have all that I need and... I can choose how I feel and um, that's been, you know, something that has allowed me to, I feel like, work through, you know, many things in my life since that point that, you know, I am in control of how I feel. Um, I can choose my thoughts and choose the energy that I that I put out into the world. Um, but yeah, I mean, what ended up happening was I um, was going to be in New York for one month. I was staying in an Airbnb and I thought that it would be a great idea to do an internship and um you know, for when I went back to Australia and decided, you know, okay, I was gonna, I'm going to get a real job now. Um, and so I was, you know, applying to a few places online, mostly in fashion uh, PR agencies. And there was this, um, there was this little ad for this agency. And so I sent off my resume and pretty much you know later that day the next day I got a response saying yeah we'd love to interview you um signed off from Eduardo and I remember being like oh Eduardo I've never heard that name before I feel like as Australians we don't we're not as familiar with um Latin American culture and um 
and it was it was quite intriguing to me. So it was like a, a week later, I went into the office for an interview, and um, and I just remember it just being a really you know a lovely experience, and he hired me on the spot. <laughs> um, and which, you know, obviously I was so thrilled about. It felt like it, it, it was just the most magical first day in New York, um, you know, receiving this offer to, to work, to intern and to learn and also just New York, so magical. But, yeah, that's, do you want to jump in with, with your experience with that? Okay. Yeah, so I think that's that's a good place to start the journey of our relationship. Um, a little bit of backstory on that one. So yeah, I was born and, and raised in Guatemala, a small third world country, um, very conservative, um, not many opportunities in the arts. Uh, and I always was just really connected to New York. So I decided to move there around 2011 um, because I wanted to work in fashion. <laughs> um, and once I arrived, I had no clue what job I was going to get, uh, what I was going to do. I really didn't know how the fashion business worked. So I just started applying to a bunch of jobs I saw online. And luckily for me, I got a reply for an internship in a fashion PR company that focused around helping young up-and-coming designers get placed in like magazines and do events um, and also do fashion week shows so we did a lot of that um, and during fashion week in new york it was two weeks of literally <laughs> sleeping three hours a night and just two weeks of body torture uh, and mental torture <laughs> twice a year um, and they did that for a couple of years, but yeah, the, re the year that Romani was here, 2013, again, during Fashion Week, it's such a hectic time that we always needed to hire a group of extra interns to just come and help us do the, the work that we can do. And that's how Romani and I met. So doing an interview, well, Romani applied and I responded. <laughs> like I respond to any other email. It didn't it didn't seem anything special, but as soon as Ramani came in the door, we just had this really beautiful connection. Um, nothing sexual, nothing romantic. It was just a really beautiful, strong, energetic connection as humans, her beautiful smile um, and her just really fun, loving energy really connected with me. So I hired her on the spot, <laughs> which I had never done before, uh, just because I thought she was really, really capable. Um, nothing more. And I just really needed capable hands to help me get this job done. Um, so we got to know each other for around three months, just working, well, first of all, doing fashion week and then working just general PR fashion work. Um, and what I think was really important for me looking back in terms of our relationship is that I was in another relationship at the time. Ramani was in another relationship at the time. So during the three months that we were working together, we just got to know each other as people, as just friends, without having that whole sexual element to it. Luckily, because it was work, because we were in other relationships, we didn't even consider 
consider considering being romantically involved with each other. Wow. So we just really got to know each other um, without those expectations of love or romanticism. And I think that really set a good baseline for our relationship because we were just friends and it wasn't, uh, we didn't hide who we were mm. to try and romanticize the other person, try to get the other person to fall in love with me. We're just our real selves. Um, really honest. Really honest, yeah. Uh, and then the real, the real relationship started was, so Ramani stayed on for, for three months in this job and a couple of days before she left, she was staying with me because she didn't have a place to stay and she was staying in an apartment. And I just remember waking up one morning and she comes up to me and goes, oh, can I give you a hug? And I guess in that moment, I realized, wow, we have never really like hugged or touched. We were just working together. We were working friends. So I was like, yeah, sure. Like, not giving it much importance. And as soon as we hugged, it was insane, but there was this moment where we were both just like, our, my body just felt immediately in love. And I could feel that she had that same feeling too. Mm. And we hugged for around, I don't know, like 45 minutes, an hour, <laughs> just hugging, no kissing, no anything. Um, and then we both knew, wow, we just looked at each other and just acknowledged that we felt this. Now it was clearly a romantic feeling um, of just, in my point, at that point, like loving her. Um, mm. And so we went back to work. Um, <laughs> back to, <laughs> back to work that day. <laughs> and, and then we spent the night together romantically. And then we spent the next couple of days together romantically before she left to Australia. And it was beautiful days, but I think it was also, um, it, was, it was a part of, just I'll be like okay now we know we want to be with each other but we also knew we had other relationships going on dealing with the fact that we had cheated on our previous partners trying to understand okay what is the best way to deal with that um knowing that we wanted to continue our relationship so mm. from my point of view when when you left then I had to mm. then I went to meet my previous partner she was living abroad so I went to see her and we broke up and it was a really hard situation um, because I think in that moment, I really understood the amount of pain and suffering I could cause in another human being through love and through not being mindful of love and the importance of it and honesty and truthfulness. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that really opened my eyes to the importance of, of um, just being truthful with mm -hmm our partner mm. yeah i can second that just that you know i do feel that it happened in this way for a reason um so that we could learn so viscerally so you know real real life like how 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 tragic you know hurting someone in that way can be and um to realize that we will never do that to each other and that um even when telling the truth is 
feels harder. It's always the right thing to do. It's always what you should, what you should do. And it was just, it was a huge learning for me. I feel like I can continue to learn from that, from that experience when I, when I think about it. Um, and just really thankful, thankful for it. Thankful for, um, the other people and for, you know, for their, for their acceptance as well of, I don't know, of, of, I don't know, for me, it's like of us to be together. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's, why well, I think it's important to talk about that stuff is because I think a lot of people see a relationship or see love as just like this, oh, uh, like, oh, they're great, they're doing really, yeah. but, but truthfully, it started from a very tumultuous point and mm-hmm. from a point where we were both wrong and where we both did the wrong thing mm-hmm. as partners with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is something that I think was very painful and caused a lot of pain for other people and also caused a lot of pain for us, but also helped us get to this point in our relationship. Especially because at that point I was back in Australia for five or six months. You know, there was, you know, that, that ocean between us, but we were able to you know, overcome it and continue. We were just, it was, it was unspoken that, you know, we were in a relationship that I was going to be moving back to America so that we could move in together and start our lives together. And I'm, yeah, it's, it's, un, it's not unbelievable, but it's really, it's a miracle that, um, that our connection was so strong from, from that instant, from that hug. Mm. And, um, that all of those obstacles in the beginning, yeah, did lead us into just feeling stronger as a partnership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And then, without going too deep into it, yeah, so we did six months apart. Then she came to America. We moved in together. Then a few months after, we got married, which was also super surprising because I never thought I would want to marry someone that quick. Yeah. And now we've been married for three years. Three years. Mm-hmm. So That's so wild. I ne- never had any idea. I haven't heard that story before. I mean, I heard that you guys met in, in the fashion industry, but I didn't know that was, um, yeah, some of the first like foundations of your relationship I didn't know any of those details but yeah I think that was such an important piece that you shared about um yeah just being open about like breaking that fairy tale facade and how even though it did it does and it is such a beautiful pure love like it what it did still cause pain to other people in the process of it becoming what it is um and for you guys to just own that too and you know um not like pretend like that didn't happen or anything like that i just really admire your relationship so much and that's 
one of the main reasons I really wanted to have this conversation with you both is because I just feel that um, it just feels like such a graceful, almost effortless bond that you two have that just is light and beautiful and supportive and yeah, graceful. That's the word I'm kind of coming to. Um, (laughs) And it, it seems like that, you know, it does seem to have that divine current to it, you know, and it's, it feels really inspiring um, for me, and I'm sure so many other people who you've touched in your lives to just kind of see that as a potential perhaps for their lives or whatever relationships that they're in. Um, yeah, so I really wanted to speak to you too about um, just some of the main ways that you continue to cultivate the relationship that you have um, you know, in terms of um, communication techniques or ritual or um, any other things that you feel to share about um, ways that you've continued to keep, you know, your spark alive through your relationship so far. And, um, yeah, anything in that way? Well, the main thing that... um you know, is our our daily practice together is to um, is to sit either just in chairs by our window or on on Saturdays and Mondays we we lay out a blanket and, and we'll sit together and I'll make some cacao and just a yummy um, kind of tonic. Um, and we will breathe together and we'll sip together and we'll share our gratitude and we'll share an intention for our day. And that will then just open up this whole new kind of dimension of being able to express kind of whatever's going on within us individually or something that we're sensing is going on as a couple right like something that is that is shared that is um either happening in our our lives or is something that um you know that I feel like maybe you know needs to be needs to be said and that's definitely the foundation of um i think not only our our growth as as a couple but our growth as individuals and you know the the um the inspiration that i that i receive daily just from watching eduardo experience in his own unique and beautiful way and um, and grow and just transform really kind of it's just it's it's truly magical that um, that we've both decided that you know we want to show up to this together every day and you know there are some days where now 
because um, I actually I have a, I have another another practice another um, I'm a Kundalini yogi so I do my um, my early morning yoga and meditation practice and so then after that I've kind of you know I'm I've done two hours of like yoga and meditation. I'm kind of good, but <laughs> Eduardo will, so, you know, he'll sometimes have to be like, no, no, this is important too. So come and sit and um, let's spend this time together, even if it's just, you know, I mean, it's hard for us to, to make it short because it's just, um, it's, it's so, it's so powerful. But, um, yeah, I think I don't want to speak on behalf of him, but he's definitely become the, the kind of the, the, the biggest advocate for, for this, this, this practice. Um, but um, I would just say that that, that has, has been what has allowed us to, to open up the flow of communication and of really honest and and loving communication and um also you know you're cultivating your own mindfulness practice which then um filters into the way that you not only just communicate with your partner but the way that you communicate with the world around you with the way that you wake up in the morning which i feel is so important as as a couple to have a partner that wakes up and is excited about the day is so amazing, right? Like, <laughs> Eduardo is such a joyous um, human being. He's so in touch with his inner child that it, it always feels fun. You know, even if there's like a big day ahead, it always, he always wakes up with a huge smile on his face and just helps me to see more of the beauty in life. So I feel like morning times are really important times. And I would definitely say for us, you know, this is the time when, when we, we devote the, our, most of our time to each other. And it really sets, it sets our day and it, um, it, it begins it and it begins it in love. It begins it in, um, in, in also whatever intention that we've set for ourselves. So yeah, that, that's been, that's been the most, the most transformative and, um, um, yeah, it's, it's a discipline. Do you know what I mean? And, and that's, that's, but that's where, that's when, um, the magic really, really happens when you commit to it, when you, when you don't um, kind of back out of it when, it when it feels hard, when you just choose to see the resistance, whatever's coming up, and then just continue to meet there. Yeah. Well, do you have anything to say about it? Hmm. Yeah, no, um I think what is what comes to mind when when we talk about our relationship we've been doing one form or another of this cacao ceremony together for the past two years and it started as like more of a traditional cacao ceremony as like 
Um, and it kept evolving into like we would stop doing it sometimes. We would sit on the floor. We would sit on chairs together. Um, but we always kept doing it, and we always kept intuitively tweaking it to fit what we believed gave us the best um, feeling at the end of it. So after two, two years of doing it, we've, we've just reached the point where we started analyzing, oh, wow, this is something that has really changed our relationship. Um, and for the first time ever, we started thinking about it and be like, oh, why, why did it change our relationship? Why has it helped us so much? Um, and that whole introspective journey has really helped me understand it and me really value it as not just something that we do together, but as a really important baseline for continuing to build a loving relationship. Um, I can, I think for myself, um, as a guy being born in Guatemala, I, I think I was very conditioned to think of love as something that is just that just happens right to so be like oh those two people were meant to be together or they are soulmates or they are just people that somehow have a certain magic thing that makes them really special that makes them have a really beautiful relationship and i think two three years into a marriage and two years into doing our couples cacao ceremony i think i'm i'm changing my points of views on how i see um a really successful loving relationship, which I truly, I know that we have at this point. Um, but that has changed because at the beginning, like we said, right? Like we, we, we felt this magic touch when, when we hugged and then we fell in love and she moved to New York and then we got married and things have been happily ever after. And that is true. But, but I think it, there could have been an alternate reality where we felt that lightning and we spent maybe the first year or two years together and then we could have gone on different paths. And just because we felt that initial connection, just because we felt like we were soulmates for a year or two, I think now I, think now I see that it doesn't mean that we, that immediately gives you um, the power to have a beautiful relationship. Now I think through this, ceremony um and through my own growth doing my own practice i just do meditation every day and um i think i've come to learn that like inner peace um like building a healthy body through eating healthily every day um like going to the gym every day um like meditating every day to have a happier life we've built this practice every day as a couple to have a healthier relationship mm. um, and I think it's helped me realize that building love isn't just about intuitive love and building love doesn't doesn't just happen I think now and now more and more I'm, I'm seeing that building love comes through practice and really hard work mm. and um, communication. So I think what I really, really value in our, in our morning cacao ceremony is that every day we sit down in front of each other, we say what we're grateful for, we say our intention, we read a nice passage from a book, and, and we just sit together every day. 
And sometimes we speak for an hour, sometimes we don't. But just the practice of sitting together every day and giving each other or being arriving with an open heart and an open mind and non-judgment and just sitting there, over time, things just start coming up just because we're sitting there, not because um, we're particularly good at communicating, not, not because of anything, but because of the fact that we both come together mindfully to sit every day because we know that if we sit every day, eventually mm. that will allow us to open up the doors of communication just by doing it, mm. <laughs> not by having any special knowledge, not by having any special connection, just because we both want to work at our love. Mm. And I think um, that is where I am now in our relationship. I'm like, wow, this is so exciting. Love isn't about how romantic I am. Love is about just being endowed with the gift of love. Love is about work. Mm. And work I know how to do. And work I know anyone knows how to do. Um, And that to me is something very encouraging because the knowledge that anyone can practice love and through practice reach a beautiful, loving, healthy relationship, that is so exciting because that means that it isn't about just being lucky to find your soulmate. It's just about having two people that are willing to put in the work to love Mm. each other. I love that. And I'm curious um, how you feel the medicine of cacao has really supported that space too. I understand that uh, that it is just about that, that ritual and dedicating both of your mornings to sitting in that space. But it also, the qualities that you were speaking of just really um are so much of what i feel the medicine of cacao brings forth um naturally um in us too so i'd love to to hear a bit more about your relationship with that plant and um yeah how you feel like she's kind of woven through your relationship and Mm. served you Mm, absolutely yeah i feel um i feel that we're also in relationship with cacao for sure that you know this is the medicine of love of the heart of um, going within and and finding finding like the you know the light and the dark and um accepting accepting whatever is 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 found there in with compassion compassion for yourself and then also as it works you know in in partnership or in a group it's it's compassion for all it's compassion for the 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 oneness the 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 inter interdependent the interwoven nature of our reality and it's 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 truly been um such an incredible um facilitator for us this you know her essence um very gentle and i think at the very beginning of 
um, my work with her, which, you know, has, has been about two years. I was first introduced to Kikau through a friend. And um, I remember the first time that I got the block of paste, you know, very, very reverently um, and mindfully, you know, chopping, chopping off enough to make two servings. You know, Eduardo to join me in trying it for the first time, and it was so beautiful the way that we, you know, I made it very thick. You know, it was like it wasn't. Um, I, you know, I was just obviously learning, and we just sat on the floor, and I think we we, we drank it together, and then. Just, we just laid down next to each other and just allowed it to kind of flow, allowed you know, the cacao to just flow through us and just to observe how, how we felt. And um, I, I felt, you know, that it was a, it's, it's very, it's so opening. And, you know, one of the qualities, of course, is this, heart opening but I think it's just a complete um expansion of the body the muscles in the body but also of kind of the um the the ability to um kind of believe in 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 the potential and maybe what's possible beyond what we can see or feel and I feel like for as a, as a couple, that is just so powerful to, to move past maybe just what is, what is right there and to be able to get a glimpse and to touch into the, the infinite possibilities um, when we're guided by the heart. And... And I, I, I also feel like this, this medicine is just, it, it's, it's made to consume in, in pleasure and to, to feel the pleasure of our, of our beautiful bodies to like really come into this state of like love and acceptance for ourselves and for this physical experience and the way that that, you know, then facilitates a kind of a, a connection as, as, as partners and not necessarily in a sexual way. I feel that when you work with cacao with your lover, it can be so deep and, and deeply pleasurable without there being a, sexual touch and experience there it's this it's this connection of of the heart and souls so yeah that's that's really the the essence of it for me the the beautiful work that um the work that, you know, Kikau and I have been doing together. And then Eduardo is just, you know, 
he quickly saw how how enjoyable it was you know so he quickly saw just like how good i was feeling from sitting with cacao from from connecting with her and and i think the most incredible thing is that you know this cacao that we were drinking from the beginning is from guatemala and it's like a reconnection for eduardo because it's like only through being in another country or only through <laughs> me, like a, a white woman, <laughs> did you then also find new roots back in, back in like cacao in the land of Guatemala. It's just, yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I thought that as, um, as you were speaking too. And then I was just thinking, you guys just got back from Guatemala also, didn't you? And I'm so curious what your experience was like there and if you tried cacao again there and how it all was. Yeah, no, it was, it was really beautiful. Um, For me personally, growing in Guatemala, um, Guatemala is a place where there's, a lot of corruption. Um, there's a lot of um, there's a, a lot, lot of um, danger. Um, there's a lot of poverty, um, and there's also a lot of beauty. But I think growing up in a place that you can't always walk down the street, that you hear friends of yours have gotten hurt or have died because of uh, cell phones, of somebody trying to steal their cell phone, or uh, corrupt politics where the president goes to jail that kind of builds a wall around you and I think part of me leaving Guatemala was trying to um, breathe a little bit from those walls and what going back now I think something that I realized now is be like wow in the process of building those walls I stopped seeing the beauty in Guatemala I stopped seeing um, all of the treasures that can be found there. We went to Lago Atitlan together this time around. And being back there, I realized, wow, every time I came here, I never truly saw the beauty and the potential in this place. I just came here with my walls up. And being back and experiencing, well, doing cacao, um, and just experiencing the lake with, a new, with new fresh eyes, really opened my eyes to be like, wow, now I can, see my country and love my country um, in a way that I couldn't before mm. just by leaving for a while and experiencing so many new different things in life. Um, but something that also really impacted our relationship and I think impacted our um, relationship with cacao was we went to do a ceremony with Keith. Um, the people who don't know about Keith, just Google Keith's Cacao and you'll find his website and you will mm-hmm. understand. But basically he is one of the people who started developing the practices of what would be the new way of doing, one of the new ways of doing cacao ceremonies. Um, and we did a cacao ceremony with him. And I don't want to talk about that much um, because I think it would ruin the experience and I think it would be, it's good to go to that experience with an open heart and not knowing exactly what it is. Um, so 
just so you know, it's beautiful and it will change, it can change your life. Um, so it's totally worthwhile going. But I'm not going to talk much about the experience itself. <laughs> but, but I think going through that ceremony really changed my point of view around cacao. In that I think um, before experiencing his ceremony, I thought cacao ceremonies had to be a very particular way. I thought cacao ceremonies had to be about, um, I don't know, the earth or had to be about spirituality or had to be about community or had to be about dressing a certain way or had to be about saying certain things or had to be about uh, having a particular sort of uh, space. space or practice. Yeah. So I had this idea that cacao ceremonies had to be a certain way. And Experiencing Keith's cacao or Keith's ceremony, he did it in a way that made me realize, wow, cacao ceremonies can be infinitely powerful and infinitely transforming, but it really isn't about cacao specifically. Cacao helps us just open our hearts and our minds to whatever will happen within that ceremony. And the ceremonies can be so many different things but they are just a catalyst for change. And what cacao helped me realize is that, wow, cacao just kind of like softens up the ground to allow any seeds to come in and to be watered and to fully grow really quickly <laughs> in a short amount of time. Um, and I know there's very different, uh, people have very different experiences and very different practices with cacao, but that is what experiencing kids ceremony meant to me. Mm. Um, and I think that led to us coming back and being like, wow, this cacao ceremony that we do every morning, cacao is the ingredient that lets us open up, open up our hearts every morning. Mm. So um, we were reading this Buddhism book the other day, and they were talking about how understanding inner suffering, right? Like my personal suffering if I am able to identify what makes me suffer, only then can I start beginning to heal my suffering. Because without knowing what my suffering is, I don't know what to fix. Um, and then I started, we started talking about it and realized, wow, being able to sit down every morning and communicate and start building a practice of communicating openly with each other has helped us together be able to understand our shared suffering as a couple mm. so for example if there's situations where i did something that um, touched somebody ramani in a certain way or ramani did something that made me feel a certain way we tended to in the mornings just share that and just say that right mm -hmm. and through hearing what the other person said we were together we were able to identify wow um those sort of situations, those sort of words, certain sort of uh, things that we do tend to cause us pain as a couple. And then once we're able to identify what the pain is, then we begin to heal it because we understand where that suffering is coming from. Mm -hmm. So in that context, I'm like, wow, what cacao does is just really open my heart to be able to express myself super openly and create a sacred space where I am able to talk with truth and with my heart. And the more my heart talks, the more we're able to 
understand our suffering as a couple and heal our suffering as a couple. So kind of cacao, I see it's kind of like, just like, mm. oh, wow. It just puts, there's a fire and cacao just puts fuel in the fire of communication and allows us to just really open, have open and loving communication with each other. Mm. Um, I'm sure we could achieve it without cacao. I'm sure we could sit down every morning and talk without cacao. Mm. And it would still be a very valuable experience that would help us grow together. But cacao just makes that process like 10 times faster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a fuel, right? Like it's a, it's like a fertilizer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's really delicious too. <laughs> so you end up, yeah, you're in, you're in joy. You're enjoying it in joy. And it's just this whole big loving experience. Of, yeah. Beautiful. Mm. So beautiful. So couples cacao, what is, how do you see that coming into fruition? Yeah, this has been something that, so since we were, it's about six months ago, we were in, a, in Australia and um, was there with you and <laughs> held a ceremony with you, Chloe, which was so beautiful. Um, but since that time, Eduardo and I had had the idea to share this practice um, in some some form we weren't sure of whether that would be maybe you know writing together and um or or creating a a joint ceremony in a workshop and so it's kind of um starting to blossom in many directions and um we're holding our first ceremony here in brooklyn um in two weeks and we just we're just keeping it quite intimate, so just six other couples, and um, obviously we want this to be um, a practice that can be um, returned to and kind of and committed to on a daily basis. So we're we're opening it to 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 couples in a romantic relationship and this can be any any form of um of of couple obviously and a significant other can you know they can bring that person and um it's it's like the the ceremony and the workshop that we're kind of creating here is going to be um you know assisted by cacao and by her beautiful um you know medicine but but not necessarily as that's the only way to hold a kind of a daily ritual together we want it to be a very open flowing space where people can just get a taste of um what these Kind of practices are together what it has opened up for us and then ways that they might be able to implement that in their lives and we want it just to just be yeah a kind of a an open space to share and to also 
you know, have everyone, um, you know, working, working together on, on, um, on what, what would be best for them. Yeah. Yeah. I think something that how it helps me see what couples cacao is, is thinking about, um, so, you know, for example, uh, I don't know, we're trying to get better at meditation, right? Because we know that meditation helps us be able to listen to our intuition a bit more, get in touch with ourselves. Um, and through getting in touch with ourselves, we get to understand our suffering and heal our suffering. Um, but there's all types of meditation, right? Like we can also do tarot. We could also do, uh, I don't know, some people go and run every morning to get in touch with themselves. Like mm. there's so many different ways. And I think uh, the, the process of exploring couples of cars be like, wow, okay, let's try and build a tool and just put down our practice into specific uh, structures to be like, okay, so to get, what are the elements that will help you build an environment that will allow you as a couple to communicate better every day? And what sort of practices have we done that might help you sit down and practice with your partner to be able to just communicate better and get closer to understanding your shared suffering as a couple and then heal it together? Mm. So I like to be like, oh, I like to think of couples cacao as a way to uh, write down a new meditation technique, but this time it's for couples and just explain it in a way where people can, well, it'll be um, where it feels attainable to people be like, okay, we can actually sit down for 10 minutes and do this one thing that will help us over time communicate better. Mm. Um, so just, yeah, exploring the practice of, how to help couples build a mindfulness practice together. Um, yeah, yeah, it doesn't need to have kind of these, these different bells and whistles as well. Yeah. Like you don't need to um, have crystals and candles set up. You, you can just have it as simple as possible. Um, something that, because I think I, um, I often kind of forget that these kinds of things, you know, it, it seems quite far out. I, I guess it, 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 like it's, it's very normal and natural for us now because, you know, we've been doing it for so long um, and we love it so much. But I know that, you know, if we speak about this to people um, who maybe haven't heard of cacao or just haven't <laughs> heard of like having a ceremony together, there's, have no idea what that even entails and rightly so because I mean it's not spoken about um it's, it's spoken about more obviously and more people are sharing on social media these kinds of things but still I think in our wider friend group it's like whoa that's like that's intense like you guys do that every day like that's crazy but it's more like like Eduardo was saying earlier like why do you eat healthy or, you know, make sure you're hydrated or, you know, move your body. You do it to feel good. You do it to nourish and nurture yourself. And, and you know that, that, that even if, you know, you don't get results immediately, you know that if you were consistent in this practice 
things are just going to come from it. You're mm. going to just feel better. You're going to look mm. better. You're just going to be able to be a better person. Mm. And that's definitely, I think the case for this is like, it's subtle, it's subtle work. It's, mm. it's healing, um, on, on so many different levels. And mm. I think, you know, it can be very deep work, but it can also just be so light and mm. joyous and, and fun. And, mm. um, yeah, I definitely really value, really value that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That sounds and feels so beautiful oh. and it feels so just, yeah. Like, it feels like you've already been doing that or like it's, it kind of just has that feeling like you're always meant to do that. <laughs> you too. And like share together. Um, and I'm so excited for everyone who comes to that space and comes to those workshops to experience, you know, the alchemy that you two share together. Um, yeah, that's so exciting. So how can people um, connect to those workshops or to you to hear about more details as they kind of come forward? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think the best place right now is probably our Instagram that we've set up. It's just couples cacao. And that then also holds the links to our own personal Instagram pages. Um, and then, You've set up a website, but it's not quite finished yet. But maybe no, it will be yet. by the time that <laughs> by the time that, that, that this is coming out. Um, but that's also just coupleskakao.com, isn't it? Yes. But yeah, there's so much more, you know, to be explored here, and we're truly just so excited and so excited to share. Uh, obviously, like we just from just from our own experience. It's not that you know we we know or that, you know, we've uncovered the, you know, the secret. It's this, that this is what's been, you know, so powerful for us in our lives. And like, how can we just, you know, share that in, in, in a really like fun and, and, and loving way. Yeah. 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 I'm really excited about telling people that love doesn't just happen. It's not like you're like, like, super talented at love or, 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 or just particularly special, special because you found a, uh, you guys are special because you guys are super in love. We're like, no, love is about just putting in the work mm. and wanting to continue to be in love mm. and every day waking up together and both coming um, with an open heart and an open mind to build a practice where you nurture love every single day. Mm. Uh, and that anyone can do. Yeah. <laughs> well said. So beautiful. So beautifully shared. Something else that I mean I would just add in terms of our relationship has been this I think I've kind of maybe been a bit of like a driver in this but has also taken um it's taken Eduardo's um uh, just like openness and 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 um, willingness to to try new things, but um, it you know it's something that has been very very powerful for us is to make sure that we have 
shared experiences, shared transformational experiences, I think is probably the best way to put it. And so like a few of those have been um, going to Peru together and being on the mountaintop in ceremony with Wachuma and um, having our own individual experiences with, with that as, you know, you kind of um, are doing a lot of your own inner work. Um, and, but then coming back together at the close and just, you know, seeing, seeing the, you know, the essence of each other and, and another, you know, has been um, white tantric yoga, which is a part of the Kundalini lineage. lineage. So that's something that it's, it's a it's a partner um, full day meditation, and it's one of the most powerful things that you can do in um, in Kundalini, and um, and to do it with you know, your lover with your, with your partner, they say that it can either go, you know, one of two ways. So, you know, you'll either, it will be like the, the, the finisher or it will um, take you so much deeper. And I think for us, it's just, especially we've done it twice now. And the, the last experience that we had in, in April was it truly one of the most beautiful days of my life. And um, it's, it's, it's a super challenging day. It's not that it's, it's blissful and, and, um, um, you know, fun and fun and games. It's like very, it's, 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 it's a lot. It's, um, very intense, but to do it with Eduardo has just been, oh, I don't even know. Just the most incredible thing to have you come with me. Yeah, it's been beautiful. Be together for that. Yeah, I think as a partner, I think something that I have really changed about, and these these going to these transformational um, situations has changed me. It's be like, wow, I think I was really conditioned to think that I was right, to think that I knew what was the right way to practice spirituality, to think that I knew what was the right way to be together as a couple. Um, and I think going to these situations put me in a place that I would have never tried by myself and then opened my eyes to be like, wow, there is so much I don't know. <laughs> and, and, and learning so many things together and just the practice of being open and accepting with your partner, no matter what it is. Mm to being not judging, not thinking that you're right, not thinking that it's one against the other, but knowing that all you're doing is going through experiences together and valuing the experiences for themselves as two people Mm. Um, and not judging them in terms of right or wrong or this or that, just being present and just accepting whatever it is, being like going to, I don't know, if I were to have a love heavy metal music <laughs> and would love for you to come <laughs> like, okay, accepting that be like okay I'll, I'll accept just being there uh-huh. in the same way that you would want to have this experience that would i would have by myself not wanted to do or yeah. to seek out and just being there and accepting it yeah and not judging 
is a really good way to then transition that into everyday life of what not judging and of of putting someone else's needs before your own yeah that's a you know i think that's such a huge and valuable thing to learn in a in a in a beautiful and um accepting partnership yeah it is it's it's you know you don't you don't come first. I was thinking of it just the other day as like, it's like a child, you know, they, you know, there's people say that, you know, when you have a baby, it's like you, your needs don't come first anymore. I almost feel like, I feel like that in, in our relationship and that, but in the way that I, I don't, I want to take care of Eduardo's needs first because my needs are being so met on every level because he's also responding in that way and so it's this beautiful cycle of just of of giving and receiving and it's just it's it's completely in balance um even though sometimes you know he gives me massages way more than i give him massages but in ways that it's like i'll give back in 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 different forms and it's I think yeah just like a a bit of um I don't know the word for it what would you say like Aini did you did you learn that word in Peru Aini it's a sexual word that means the sacred reciprocity like the Mm. harmony and balance of giving and receiving. Yes, that's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> that's it. And that's, that's like, I think the, the sacredness of, of relationship in whatever form, right? That it's, it's in that, in the spirit of Aini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How have you seen this, um, work with meditation and ritual and cacao and you know cultivating a strong relationship between the two of you how have you seen that um ripple out into other relationships in your life and also in your business and in your like journey you know in developing careers how have you seen it impact that what comes to mind is for me truly embodying the reality of prioritizing my relationship about anything else. Knowing that if, if my relationship with myself and with my partner isn't right, everything else in my life is likely not to be right. If mm. I'm thinking about why I'm unhappy or if I'm thinking about my relationship, if my relationship isn't in a stable, peaceful place, I'm thinking about it all day. And if I'm thinking about that all day, the work that I do is going to be less effective. My relationships with other people are going to be less effective because I am not present because my mind is thinking about how unstable my relationship or myself is or, or yeah, I, I'm, it's just, it's kind of like the baseline that allows everything else to flow. Um, but the ceremony every day, I think, the most visible things um, that we see every day is just opening the doors of communication so much more to be like, if we practice every day to communicate in the morning, 
it kind of translates into the day more often. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to speak my feelings more easily, mm -hmm. more often. I'm able to not hold things um, because I just say them. And mm -hmm. we, we say that to each other because we practice every morning to say things to each other. <laughs> mm, yeah. I feel that since I'm just so much more mindful of the words that I speak and I'm very aware of their power, but then so often as we all are, as you know, just as human beings, we aren't listening to what we're saying and we're coming from a, a place of reactivity. And so, but the, the, the practice for, for me has been when I catch myself, speaking in a certain way or saying something that especially when if I'm speaking to Eduardo and I'll be like well why isn't this like this and then I'll be like hang on like that where does that come from in me that's that's not actually how I want to speak to you and and then I'll immediately say and I think it's coming from this it's this it's this place of vulnerability as well because I'll, imme I'll immediately say Oh, I didn't like that. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it to sound that way. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. um, I, what I really meant was like, blah. Yeah. And that's always met with Eduardo just saying, Oh, you know, it's okay. It's all good. Yeah. And so it's this, it's, it's this, um, owning, owning your, your own kind of, faults and weaknesses but then having that support um of your beloved to to be like you're doing great yeah. like thank you for for owning that and for saying for apologizing or whatever that is yeah. or telling the truth and and but and 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 i love you unconditionally so i think that's that's an incredible and an incredible thing and i think just in general for me um our relationship our our practice every day has allowed me to heal on levels that um like i was speaking to at the very beginning <clears throat> allowed me to heal so much past trauma from um in terms of my own um, self-conception, my own inability to see my perfection as I am, to love myself, to, um, to feel um, hurt by men very often throughout my life. I feel that this relationship, the, the purity, the innocence, the, the fun, the, then the depth of it has been just such a a powerful force of healing in me that has just awakened this this um this 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 love this love for myself and um i think that that then does ripple into all of my interactions with others that i'm coming from this lighter place this place of um really just feeling good feeling feeling love from the outside but also from within 
Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think that that's, that's really been um, such an incredible, an incredible <laughs> transformational part of our relationship. Thank you, Beth. Yeah. <laughs> I love you so much. I love you. <laughs> oh my God, I love you guys so much. <laughs> so, so beautiful. Mm. Well, I'm so grateful that you guys agreed to sitting down and doing this conversation and just sharing your story and yeah, your magic and everything that you two are together with more people. I'm sure so many people who listen to this will be so inspired by the way that you have cultivated this beautiful relationship. And yeah, as you said, just the the daily ritual of it, the daily dedication to showing up and choosing that person again every day. And I so resonate with that also, um, that daily decision and choice to just show up for yourself and show up for your partner um, again and again and that it that it is new and it's fresh every day and to just, um, yeah, to just continue to cultivate that space. So, yeah, anyway, I'm so grateful. And if um, people want to connect more so with your personal um, social media accounts and any other projects that you're doing um, individually too. If you want to share anything about that, um, now would be a good time. Yeah. So um, you can find out more about me if you're interested in Kundalini yoga. I'm sharing more about that. I've just started teaching here in Brooklyn. Um, and my Instagram is just Romani Pope. So R-O-M-A-N-Y-P-O-P-E. And um, I've done some writing, um, some, you know, plant-based and um, intentional, sustainable living, um, some articles on that on Medium. And that's all linked through my Instagram as well. And yours, you want to? He's actually welling up. He's getting, he's, he's getting a bit... <laughs> Germany has helped me to be okay with crime. Yeah, yeah. I think it's 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 really a sign of strength. And it's just tears of joy of feeling her love and knowing that I also feel it. Mm. My, my personal account is Edmo underscore NYC, and I share just everything I write there. All my articles about how to grow. Um, social media accounts, how to demyst well, demystifying social media. And yeah, that's about it. I'll have all my information there. Edmo, I was going Yeah, I feel like we could have dove so much more deep into your work too, Eduardo. Um, oh, but I guess that wasn't really the direction of this call. I feel like it was so full and rich with mm. all the relationship gold. But yeah, people should definitely check out the work that you're doing in that way. I feel like you have such an interesting and yeah, very important perspective on how we use social media. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This is more important than that. 
that's why we're so excited for couples cacao because it does, it does feel like oh my gosh this is like what we're meant to do but i feel um, that so strongly it's exactly what you're meant to do yeah but i just want to say thank you so yeah, thank so, you so much. much for what you do in the world oh. for your beauty and your light and yes. just holding this space for us today to oh to just be here and to go through that together that was a beautiful ride and you know it's it's my hope that it helps just one person in in whatever way that might be but chloe thank you for just oh creating such such wonder and and magic in the world thank you for being so you yeah oh you're just beautiful just the way you are and Every time I'm around you, I feel that, and it makes me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> oh, I love you both so much. I'm just like, <laughs> I always get this feeling when I'm around you guys. I just, it's just like I can't stop smiling. It's like my, yeah, I just get that, that cacao kind of feeling, but without oh, anything. <laughs> that heart burstingly beautiful like oh expansive deliciousness <laughs> so yeah i'm so excited to put this out there for people awesome. to receive it and receive you and connect to your workshops and everything you're going to create thank you thank you, Chloe. Thank you so much mm -hmm.